Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode number 122. On today's show, Simone's new computer is being an asshole, Steffi endured some unfortunate pap smear small talk, and the ladies were outraged by Facebook a few days ago, but now they can't even remember why. Now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong, Simone? I'm Dong great, thank you. And I understand you are speaking to me with some exciting new technology. Do tell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm seven years behind everyone else. I just got a Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, yeah, I feel... I feel um, retarded is the word. <laughs> with this thing in my ear. I didn't want to use that word, but I'm like, there really is no other word. So yeah, there is. Yeah, no, I'll get used to it. But um, yeah, I got I got the new. <laughs> I know that the S6 is about to come out because you and I are we have droids. And, yes. Um, so I just got the S5 because I'm like, okay, this is really cheap, so I'll just get that. So mine's like working great, and it's a miracle compared to my old phone. But you have the same model, and yours is on the other end of the technology spectrum because you got it properly when it first came out, like normal people yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, I got mine maybe a week or two after it came out, mostly because my Galaxy... So you had Galaxy S2 before, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, and you've, you've really powered through. You've gone from 2 to 5. Usually people will have, if they're on an odd number, they stay on an odd number because they miss one and get the next one. So yeah. bravo to you for, for sticking it out all this time. Um, yeah, so I had the S3, which had been replaced once with a refurb and then that was sent in for repairs and it was just fucked it may have been sent in for repairs twice and it was on its last legs i'm like this is fucked and then the s5 had just come out i was like i'm switching to t-mobile because they're gonna pay my uh termination fees with at&t so i just jumped ship and they took my old phone and flushed it down the toilet hopefully and gave me this brand new <laughs> s5 which i liked and it had some issues but overall I, I i loved the phone and i've been loving the phone all this time and then in the last couple months it's been overheating really badly no just like a draining car? the battery what's that like a car Yes, like a car. So it just gets really hot. And when it's really hot, the battery drains really fast. And I have all these apps to try and cool it down and shut down apps that might be causing this. And then in the last week, it's just been shutting off for no reason. And then it um, it's also disconnecting from my SD card, which is where some of my apps are stored oh my and all my photos. So like when it first comes on, everything's connected and working. And then it just disconnects at some point. So suddenly I don't have access to the photos and all these apps that are on the card so it's just fucked so anyway thankfully uh, it's under warranty so there was one was supposed to come here this evening uh but uh ups has not uh, showed up and now it's 8 30 so i don't think i'll be seeing them today but that's okay so it should come tomorrow oh but yeah so and this is a nine month old phone okay so yeah so and I'm paying extra every month. I pay ten dollars extra every month so I can upgrade after one year. Not because I'm someone that has to have the new technology the second.
second it comes out. But because I don't think the phones can last yeah, barely seriously. a year or much more than a year, you know. Yeah. Oh, 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 there's a knock at the door. I think it's UPS. <gasps> Hold no. on. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Are you kidding right now? <laughs> and saying how it hadn't my phone hadn't turned up yet <laughs> he's like oh sorry <laughs> like, oh, great. i mean seriously that was like timed like a movie it was i was like are you even kidding so yeah no there it is it's here so um i'll open that when we're done so and then we'll see it's probably another refurb with similar problems but it just has to get me through till like end till may end of may and then i can get a new one so yeah, fuck this shit though. <laughs> Ugh. But anyway, and then I just delay fucking recording a bit because, as I reported, I have a new computer, which is supposed to solve all the problems we've been having the last few months with my uh. old computer, and it runs like shit. Like, oh. I can't even believe this is a brand new computer, and I haven't even moved all my hoarded files over because I'm trying to keep it clean oh, and do really? it slowly. I... And I haven't even started. <laughs> I haven't even started that process. So all my garbage <laughs> is still on the external drives and on the old computer. What? So I haven't even sullied this no. yet, you know? Why? With my garbage. This, that's not how it's supposed to work at all. No, it's supposed to be this magical, <laughs> like, what do you call it? The honeymoon period with the computer where everything's like, bloom, 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 flash, flash, immediate. Yeah. No, just everything is laggy. I tried to open a, a screen capture I had on the desktop and it took over a minute to do that. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I've had this in my house for like five weeks. You're like you're like, like a, a Christian girl who's waited to have sex until her wedding night, and then she's like yes! really disappointed. It's bit very disappointing. <laughs> this is not what I thought it would be at this all. This is not. What was that I getting perfect. so excited for? Yeah. So I'm like it's on my list I've got this terrible list I made today because I feel like I have so many things to do that I don't know anything what I'm supposed to do anymore Mm -hmm. so I just made this long list with like everything in it and of course then it like put me in a state of terror because there's so many things on it but um, (laughs) one of them is to call Apple and like say your computer is garbage like (laughs) fucking garbage (laughs) this is a brand new iMac and this is of this three speeds of processors uh-huh. in this size we got the fastest one like what the fuck how okay who <laughs> that's just I've never heard of that happening before I don't know what I know what, what's the deal I would understand if I brought all my baggage I have not brought the baggage yet the baggage is still waiting to be put on <sighs> I mean, it's seriously running similarly to the old one. If I just did a restart and now it's running much better. Uh But yeah, like the sound waves when I speak, when I'm recording, are Mm -hmm. delayed to appear on the screen. Whereas in the old one, they appear at the same time as I speak. Except that they would crash several times during the recording and we'd lose a whole episode. So there was that. (laughs) So this is more stable, but the slowness is fucked. So... So 
What if your phone that you just got is going to be worse than your overheating phone that you have now? Oh, God. I don't know. I'm still under warranty. They'll be hearing from me. But you know what was amazing, though, when I called about that? I was like, you know when you have to make a call like that, like to about a warranty issue or something, you sort of like... <gasps> You take a deep breath and you think I'm going to be on hold for a while uh-huh. and, you know, it's going to take time. They'll be stupid and whatever. <laughs> I got off that call, including wait time, five minutes and 12 seconds. Wow. It's like, yep, that's a problem. Yep. Okay, cool. This is your address. Yep. Okay, cool. That'll be his two day air. Oh. You know, next next day air. Great. And then I nice. it's like five minutes and 12 seconds. I'm like, that was the best. So instead of making me troubleshoot and try and fix things in ways that don't work. So that was delightful. <laughs> so thank you, T-Mobile, for that experience. Oh, and do you know the other thing? The other thing. Oh, you. Will, this was so dumb. In the new in the new version of Mac, I think this has actually been the two previous versions, but I w- didn't have them on the old computer. Uh-huh. On some uh, 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 programs uh, on the Mac, they've got rid of save as as an option. Yeah, you said something about that. That's weird. Yeah, like, I mean, you need that because... I mean, what the fuck? You need save as. You can do it by like having the, like this. You can do it by some roundabout ways, like with yeah. some added steps. But they just took it out of the menu. This yeah. is fucking progress I... bullshit. And GarageBand, <laughs> they took out um, exporting it as MP3. Like, oh, what? I don't know. Do you think a, a, a musician... No. Actually, they, they've supposedly brought it back to this version. But in a previous version, they'd taken it out. <laughs> and in this new one, I can't find it. So it keeps exporting it as something or... else. And I have to do... Yeah, it's like... People want to send their music files in a compact way. You know what I mean? Their shitty demos don't need to be in the best format, you know? So, (laughs) oh, I'm just fucking... I'm just sounding like a crank about technology. But I'm not cranky because I don't understand it. I'm cranky because I understand it. And it's shit. It's (laughs) shit. It is below my expectations. Shouldn't have waited till your wedding night. Then you wouldn't have been disappointed. It's true. Motherfucker. Oh, well, on a happier note, earlier today, I booked for when I go to Australia a Wade with the Platypus experience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this hilarious? This is beautiful. <laughs> because it has the word experience in it. <laughs> I mean, waiting with the platypuses is just cute and kind of funny, but when you put experience on there, it's just hysterical. It's really funny because I wrote it on there, and I think I called, when I called about it, I said experience, and then I wasn't sure if it said that on the website or if that was my own edition. <laughs> I think they called it the experience. Oh, they probably do to make it make it seem like it's all encompassing. Well, it is. <laughs> but- I mean, it's not. It's very special. It's $200, what? and... Yeah, and only two people get to do it a day, and it's only like on three days a week. <laughs> only two a day, because a many more than that might stress out the walruses, the walrus. You mean I'm the platypus? Oh, sorry. Pla- oh, fuck, I'm forty, guys. I just yeah. <laughs> you mean the platypuses? So the platypus. Well, they're so very reclusive we- animals, but they've got friendly ones that will uh-huh. play with people. So when we were last there, you like wear these like high-waisted rubber pants, and you get into the into the uh, uh, into the little pool with them, and then they just swim around between your legs, and then they'll climb into your hands, and you just Aww. get to pet it and do all this. Like platypus has been my favorite animal for years and years and years. I didn't know so, that. Oh, 
you didn't? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't I'm think obsessed I did. with platypus. All these stuffed platypus. They're only in Australia, mostly, oh, though, I so I don't really have much here. But yeah, I was really into collecting platypus stuff and platypus books. So, anyway, yes, this is like a dream come true. Yeah, I even once did this thing where. I went out with a guy who researches platypus and uh, again wearing the rubber <laughs> pants and setting traps in the afternoon to catch platypus so you could like because they have like little um, re- receivers on them with information tracking devices and then you go back at like late at night and like collect the platypus and, and to see where they've been and stuff but we didn't collect any platypus none of them ended up in the trap so I didn't get my up close experience then so yeah I've been a platypus enthusiast for many years so I'm really <laughs> excited my mom this is my Christmas present from my mom so um so nice yeah so i'm gonna cry i know it like if i'm touching a platypus like i've cried looking at them like in the enclosure so they just like melt my heart they're so adorable i can't stand it yeah so yeah that is on my on the horizon and i cannot wait yay oh platypie I'm trying to think if there's anything like that that I would ever want to do, and I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to swim. You know, I don't like any animals enough. Though, I guess if, if like, raccoons weren't rodents. I think raccoons are cute because I like the mask, you know? But then I found out that they're just, like, rodents. <laughs> like, right, like, right. Rodents of unusual size. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're, like, little tiny puppies, I guess? Puppies yeah. and kitties? If there was a way to do that, bunnies. Oh my gosh, bunnies. Bunnies. Um, Lolly went to a bunny birthday party and I <gasps> I everyone got to hold a tiny bunny and I know. And I'm like for my 40th birthday I should have a bunny birthday party and then I forgot to. So. Aww. <laughs> Maybe for my 41st though. That bunny thing sounds amazing. Bunnies. When I was pregnant I went to this kids and child's fair expo which turned out to be shitty but there was like one of these people advertising their farm and they had a bunch of bunnies and this little black one was like the softest thing I'd ever touched and I was obsessed with it and I kept coming around every five minutes to touch it so sweet Um, now we've said it a couple of times big shift in the dynamic between us uh, since we last recorded because you are now over the hill like <laughs> by legal definition by legal so, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know really how to relate to you anymore uh, <laughs> nope uh, <laughs> so what's going on over there <laughs> what's going on over, over on this side um, well I got really cranky today you know how they say that you care less as you get older? It's really working. Because right. I, like, people were like, oh, my God, you have Folgers crystals at work. And I'm like, you know what? I'm 40 now. I'm not going to hide this shit anymore. Yeah, I know it's shitty. I like good coffee just like the rest of you. But but fuck you guys. This is really, this keeps me from murdering everyone. So, <laughs> so I wrote this big Facebook post about it. And all these coffee snob people are like, I'm an admitted snob. And I'm like, well, you're part of the problem. <laughs> uh, so, and yeah. you feel like your 40 would you have done this last week? I w- uh, yeah, I totally would have done it last week. <laughs> this, I almost wrote, wrote, look, I'm 40. I don't have time for this anymore. <laughs> like, that was something I almost wrote. Now you but. just get to put the 40 stamp on these things when the you 40 do them. stamp. Yeah, you have a stamp, a rubber stamp. Has it arrived in the mail yet? <laughs> I, I actually have a stamp at work that says stat on it. Like it's a doctor's stamp. And you, it's right, one of those right. that, that you go ka with. And it's really satisfying. 
God, I used to love rubber stamps so much. I know. Did you collect them? No, I didn't collect them, but like not just like those little block ones that kids have, but ones with a handle. You want a goddamn handle and like really like <laughs> put your stamp on that shit, you know? And um, I know my mum brought like a she brought like an ink pad home, and she had like the stamp that just had like a business information or something, uh-huh. and she let us stamp with it, and I stamped it and stamped it and stamped it, and I like drained all the ink in one sitting. <laughs> she was so mad. <laughs> Can you can you like do for like um, show us how she yells or or what she would say when she was mad about something like that? Because I just um, I'm like, what would she say? Like Simone or you know like uh, how, how would that uh, sound? Okay. Well, she might. I'm trying to think. Simone, what have you done? Oh, that's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Ooh, I would Ooh. feel like I was in big trouble. What have you yeah, done? Yeah. yeah, that also reminds me of the time I got my first stapler and I just stapled paper over and over and over again until I eventually stapled my thumb. <laughs> and then oh. I went to a birthday party at McDonald's and I had a Band-Aid on and I was a bit sad because it hurt. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How'd, you hurt How'd you hurt your thumb, Simone? <laughs> stapled. Stapled it. Myself. <laughs> but so the 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 forty thing, like, I, are you feeling any sadness or like, oh no. shit or anything? I mean, we we talked with hope that you would feel okay yeah. with this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's fine. It's you're like, just fine. Yeah. So far, I mean, you. I'll let you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think the worst of it would be now. It might be. Yeah. yeah. I just I don't fucking care. I don't, yeah. I don't look 40. I don't act 40. Um, Sherry was like, my, my coworker Sherry has this, her sister's name is Sada. It's like some kind of Norwegian version of Sarah. And, and Sada is like very proper. And she's an elementary school teacher. And she thinks that I'm like insane. And Sherry's like, guess what Stephanie did? And Sada is always like, oh, she's so <laughs> weird. She's so weird. And so anyway, <laughs> Sherry texted me on my birthday and she's like, She's like, I told Sada that that you're 40 and she could not believe it because of your behavior. (laughs) (laughs) That's so validating. Yeah. Like, um, so I told, I told Sherry and I told you about this too. Like, like once my sister was texting me a bunch about the vacuum cleaner that she just bought and I kept getting all these texts about like, you know, the filters on it and how much it was. And, and so I finally said, why don't you just vacuum out your vag? How did that go down? And it was, she's like, haha, you know, she's like, oh, do you think I have cobwebs up there or something? Like, she's like, you know, I was joking with her and she kind of joked back, but I told I told Sherry about it and she told Sada and Sada's like, that is so rude of Sadie to say. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she thinks I'm just a piece of work. Wow. But we, yeah. we have a friend that we had, it's two friends and one of them got it into his head that the other one's bad news and oh, really? he'd just and he'd always talk about him like oh you seeing that guy again or like yeah he's really great he'd like, oh, I don't know about that guy and he'd always just act like I think he just was playing it up you know but he was just always acting like he was distrustful of this guy and that he was a criminal and so, and he'd always talk about it and then we'd all be in the same room and he'd just act normal you know but we knew he had this secret semi-joking grudge against him and as time went on like the, the, the supposed thug friend 
friend was like studying all this stuff and studying to be a counselor and doing all this volunteer work with like autistic kids and it was just oh. funny because because his whole <laughs> fantasy about him being a thug just unraveled oh <laughs> it just became nicer and nicer and he's like mm, I guess he's not that bad but it's fun this way and I was like I know just keep doing it <laughs> Because he's not that bad after all. He volunteers at the... So, um, we didn't talk about it last week, but um, uh, Greg uh, went to Sundance to to premiere his movie, Entertainment. And... um, yeah, it went it went really well. Like all the yeah. reviews yeah. were great. And, Everything I uh, read was really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not you know the the heartwarming feel good movie that Fox Searchlight might pick up, but it's definitely well appreciated by people who that. like the art movies. Like really, really good. seem to impact people. And Greg was on some list of like top ten actors to watch, and he's what? like, "What the fuck?" That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so it did really well and um, just sort of waiting to see what happens in terms of distribution. But I did want to share um, one of the reviews, not the whole review, but um, so I've talked uh, many months ago about my scene in the movie, which was just me crying and it was really hard and I'd practice and practice and cried and cried. And then when the scene came, I needed onions. Um, And I cried cried again last night because Greg was said he wasn't going to get my favorite Indian food. Like he was going to get a different dish for me. And so I did, I did the fake cry again. Tia came. I'm like, I got it. I can do it. I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to order like chana masala and like sagwala tofu. Like the thing that he normally gets instead of ordering one of my dishes he was just saying it to be annoying and then I just pretended to start to cry and then I cried and you know that's, that's what I do but yeah action nice. no can do so anyway but I still like I, the performance was good it just I needed help with the tears so anyway here's the last paragraph of this uh, uh, article from this review of entertainment uh, in badassdigest.com Entertainment is a film that's about our relationship to our entertainment. It opens with a comedy show in a jail, ends with a surreal journey into a Mexican sitcom, and throughout finds Turkington either on stage or being peered through it, peered at through glass. People are always looking at him. The only person he truly attempts to reach out to, his daughter, won't answer the phone. In one sequence, possibly a hallucination, the course of reality gets sketchy. He's sitting in a hotel room alone, watching a woman violently sob on television, just a shot of her head looking at the camera in absolute emotional agony. That, says the movie, is entertainment. Ooh, you were in absolute <laughs> emotional agony. Yes. Wow. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome yeah. that, I, that I, uh, I was reviewed that way. So... That made me feel good. So, yay. You made it into a review. Wow. Yeah. In quite a poignant fashion. So, I can't wait to see it. I know. Wait, so is it coming to SIF or, or you know Saddle Film Festival or that's all I don't know the film festivals are start, starting to I think it's playing at like Lincoln Center in okay. New York and um, South by Southwest so it's all just kind of which festival's next so yeah. we'll see what happens but anyway after that um, yeah once it's actually got some sort of wide release I will let everybody know wow. so 
Yeah, but very exciting for the movie and exciting for me with that little little bit. So yeah. I'll take it. It was so quick. Like I forget that I'm in the movie most of the time, you know, like if I'm talking about it, I don't feel like I'm promoting self-promoting in any way because I don't feel like I have anything to do with it. It's like, oh yeah, you have that tiny few seconds, fine, whatever. So yeah, but I'm glad so somebody great. noticed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did you hear about these um, where was this Uh, so yeah I guess there was some National Guard shooting practice going on and they were using mugshots Uh of black men as their targets I did hear about that and it sounded controversial (laughs) yeah yeah so that's pretty fucked and yeah here's a tweet from NBC6 saying family outrage after North Miami Beach police used criminal photos as human targets so it's like the family of one of the guys so anyway as a protest to that a bunch of clergy uh, started uh, hashtagging um, use me instead and just had pictures of themselves Uh, one of them has like a little target stuck to her forehead and uh, and they're just smiling like sending their pictures like use me instead for your target practice and I just thought yeah it was a really uh, interesting uh, way to sort of approach that because you know like why would you treat these black guys as people to shoot and not the clergy you know yeah so yeah. I really li- I really liked that they did that. So yeah, what kind of clergy was it? Like Catholic or? Um, I don't really know. I'm just looking at their pictures, but um, some of them look a little bit on the lesbian hippie side. So not not to everybody's <laughs> uh, Episcopal every Christian's uh, uh, taste. I imagine. Yeah, no, but... those are those are some mainline high church types, like yes. <laughs> Anglicans or something. Definitely females. It's already a problem. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll link to it on the page. But yeah, I just thought it was a nice, a nice gesture um, uh, against that because that's uh, really fucked. I mean, when you have the problems we have now with these black guys getting shot, do you really need to just like, yeah, let's just use them for target practice? I mean, seriously, yeah, they probably didn't think twice about it. They're just like, that's oh, yeah, the problem. They someone. don't ever seem to think yeah, twice that is exactly about the problem. it. <laughs> like I remember when when David and I were engaged, um, there was some. Uh, we were driving down the street and there was a black guy running and he wasn't wearing running clothes he was like wearing regular clothes and he's david goes black man running better he must have done something wrong <laughs> and i was like oh my god and then i was like that's kind of what you tend to think like that's how the profiling thing goes and you know yeah if that was a white dude would, or a white girl would we have thought that or you know what we thought oh the white girl's running from someone maybe a black man is gonna hurt her <laughs> <laughs> If there was a white guy in hip-hop clothes running, I would think he'd done something wrong, too. <laughs> totally. Because I just think they're I just think they're thugs, you know. They are. They want to be thugs. Yeah, so. <sighs> but um, um, in, in other religious news, uh, some dickhead in Oklahoma um, is trying to restrict marriage um, oh. to people of faith. So <laughs> so that would only be, like, it has to be, like, overseen by a clergy, and so that would only le- allow Christians and Jews to get married, and the rest Jesus. of us can go fuck ourselves. So yeah, stupid. I know. <sighs> I, it's, it's like, who do they think they are? It's, it's insane. I know. It's so they, insane. The amount, of, the amount of time wasted with these idiotic, pointless bills. <laughs> 
when there's just, like you know there needs to be foster care system reform and housing reform and you know yeah yeah you know, but no let's vote to appeal Obamacare for the 67th <laughs> fucking time yeah, healthcare and education <laughs> no let's oh. put that on the back burner <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so that's mental um. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend that's mental oh yeah um that sounds like a good segment. That's mental. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was um, I was on the Grapes of Rad last week because they have me um, like once a month on. They call me the monthly visitor. Monthly visitor. <laughs> and, um, and he was saying, yeah, we're going to put up the next Stephisode soon. And I was like, oh, Stephisode. But anyway. Um, oh, fuck. Where was I going? What were we just talking about? Help, I'm 40. <laughs> Uh, He's talking about about not getting married if you're not of faith. Uh, And that, like, the the government and they vote on dumb things and they waste time. And they waste time. Well, we definitely talked about all that, but there's a specific. We were very excited about whatever it was. I was so excited about it. And I said step episode and started laughing, and now it all flew out of my head. Oh, okay. So this isn't about the grapes of rad, but speaking of turning <laughs> forty and forgetting shit, um, so they've had me training on these on something new at work. So there's my coworker Derek. He's worked on these on this certain clinic for thirty years, and he like knows it inside and out. He knows all the doctors, he knows all the nurses, and he's trying to train me on all this stuff. And it is a massive amount of information, and I can't remember it all. And he, you know, he doesn't really have because um, he, you know, just knows it so well. He doesn't really have it written down so I have to write it all down and everything's scattered and then I type it into these lists and I'm trying to like figure out you know how to get it in a linear form so I keep screwing up but it's always just like one little like I'll do everything right except for one little thing and which you know affects the whole entire case so right. um, he, he gets, he's very dramatic and he gets really impatient with me and he, he came over the other day he's like so did you just go into the bathroom and shoot up before you did these or what? <gasps> is he being funny or is he like really mad? Both. Like <laughs> he was really mad, but he like. Um, but I'm like, oh my god! And then when he sees how much I care, then he, you know he calms down a little bit. But you know, he's. I think he's afraid that I'm just like totally screwing around or, or don't care or something. But um, he came over today and he's like, do not enter any more of those cases. I need to pull you off the road (laughs) before you do any more damage. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I know, I know. You're getting your license revoked. Well, it's so funny because then I go look at it and it's like, oh, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I'm like, okay, we can fix that pretty easily. (laughs) How old is he? He's probably in the 60s. He's in his 60s? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you just, well, then he's, it's not like he's a young upstart who's no. impatient with your aging. He's like, no, no, I no. get this. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's like very extremely dramatic and he's a snappy dresser and he, um, yeah, he's completely hilarious, but you know, he has a flair for the dramatic <laughs> so um, I never know what he's going to say next I'm like, okay, is Derek mad? I don't know but no, he doesn't stay mad long he's he's very nice but um, I'm like, sorry I'm 40 now, sorry <laughs> playing that card as hard as I can so on the subject, I guess of being old ladies I uh, 
I rented beaches from Netflix. Oh. Like it wasn't even on streaming. I had to wait for the disc to come. I always feel like that's a big commitment if you're waiting for the disc. It's like I, I command the disc to come. And so uh, yeah, I don't. We were talking about because Greg always ta- Greg has always called it a snuff movie. Uh, <laughs> it is. Oh my god, it's a snuff film, just like The Passion of the Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he says that nothing in the movie if not for the death. And I'm like, no, I think there's more to the relationship all the way. You know, it has all these ups and downs. It's more than that. That definitely, you know, gives it extra punch. But I don't think that's it, you know. I think it still could have been good without the death, you know. The death happens in the book, too, apparently. So, oh, I didn't know you know, in the book. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Whitney's, uh, Hillary's... Uh, really whiny in it and a character's name is Bertie which is very unappealing but um anyway yeah so uh so I go so I just wondered like I know I texted you about it a bit and you seem to know the uh the uh titsling song off by heart so yeah what's what are your feelings about beaches I first saw beaches when I was 12 and I loved it and I've probably seen it probably maybe four or five times since then and I always really enjoy it and I always cry and yeah I don't think it's like like my favorite movie or anything but I always enjoy it yeah my um one of my best friends in junior high was obsessed with Bette Midler and so um she saw it in the theater as soon as it came out I don't think I saw it in the theater but I saw it with her like at least six or seven times during sleepovers right and you know we would ball and We'd sing the Titslinger song, and um, yeah, we'd sing the <laughs> "You Are My Sunshine" when when her cancer pill alarm goes off when they're singing yeah. "You Are My Sunshine." And I was always like, "Oh, that's the sad." It's such ever. a sad moment. Yeah, so I haven't seen it since, but yeah, oh, wow. I, I yeah, I just remember. I think it's just I, I remember being so sad that yeah. I just didn't want to go back to it. But how was it for you? How long had it been? Um, I probably hadn't seen it, I would say maybe in about 10 years at least. Okay. Um, maybe I caught it on TV or something, but I mean, I certainly hadn't watched it with Greg. Also, there was that Seinfeld where he was watching Beaches with a woman and she was further down on the couch. And then when she cried and he didn't know if he should go and comfort her because the distance between them <laughs> yeah. was was like awkward to just like actually get up and sit up, slide yeah. over and move to comfort her. And he didn't. And then she held it against him. But um, anyway, Greg was not required to comfort me. I didn't need that. But. Um, uh, it's always this weird thing when I cry during movies. It's like I'm not trying to hide it, but I don't want any attention for it. It's just like just leave me be to cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, yeah, no. So I enjoyed it as usual, and um, but as Greg pointed out, because Gary Marshall, who you know, like uh, um, directed Laverne and Shirley, like it, yeah. it actually plays out like Laverne and Shirley a lot. The whole the whole <laughs> thing. I was like it totally does and um yeah so that, that, yeah yeah i didn't know either until i was watching it this time and i could totally see this this sort of difference how it's kind of playful even when serious things happen and then it gets into the serious stuff at the end but yeah i feel like it could have got more in depth they just cut a lot of bet songs like it could have got more in depth to the relationship you know like when uh-huh. hillary cheats on um uh, you know, sleeps with the the guy that that um, CC's yeah. into. You yeah. know, she's like she's like gets she gets wasted and gets brought home by the police, and then you know she says, "Yeah, I slept with him," and she's really upset and she's like, "No, oh, well, what are we gonna do about it anyway?" And just like gets over it. You know what I mean? I'm just like yeah, yeah. that. That, that should have been more something, you know. And yeah. um, 
Yeah, and the letters are all really pathetic, like the the way they the little the snippet the snippets that they they read over. They're not in detail. I mean, it doesn't explain the depth of that relationship at all. Hmm. They're all like one paragraph. I'm feeling one so paragraph. isolated. Everybody tells me who I need to be. When will this ever change, <laughs> Hillary? You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that's a whole letter. It's like that's shit. That is uh-huh. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about the letters. I just remember yeah. specific lines, like the mom um, to the kid who was at the water fountain was like, "What are you, a camel?" And yeah, then, yeah, um, yeah. Don't judge. Keep sharing. <laughs> oh, what's that from? Do you remember that line? It's when um, she was Bette Midler. I can't remember her character's name, was watching herself on TV, and she's like, oh, crap, I'm going to say this cheesy thing. And oh, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't judge, keep sharing. She's like, fuck, I said it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. Natalie and I would always write that in each other's yearbooks. So. <laughs> well, I would say I still enjoy it, and um, I would watch it again in 10 years, but not with Greg, because he hated it even more. <laughs> I, just, I would love to watch that with him. We, well, he didn't say anything while shitty while we were watching it, you know, and uh, I said, you can get up and leave any time. Like, I said, you don't even have to start watching it, but he was like, no, no, I'll watch it. So it's not like, I'm not one of these women that makes their husbands watch shit drivel that they don't like, you know, so like, I don't enjoy things like that. So I was like, you're free to go at any time. Like, don't have to watch it for me. But he stayed the whole time, and, because um, it's entertaining enough, so, Yeah. yeah. Entertainment. But entertainment. So, yeah. But, yeah, if you see it again, I'd be curious to know what you think. Yeah. That's a long well, time no. you haven't seen it. It's a really long time. Yeah. Hmm. Hot dog. Um, so I wanted to read a book right now that um, I've been mm-hmm. reading to Quincy. It's a children's oh, book. Wow. Where's yeah. this going? <laughs> it's called the rainbow fish and i bought this oh, i skimmed it I Do you, you know the rainbow fish know okay rainbow fish. okay yeah and and this book has won an award okay i have a problem with this i have a serious problem it says uh-huh. uh this award-winning book about the beautiful fish who learned to share his most prized possession so mm-hmm. read the book it's very short and then we'll discuss The rainbow fish was the most beautiful fish in the sea, but he never played with the other fish. I'm too beautiful, he thought. (laughs) And there's pictures of him. He's got these, like, glittery scales, like they ain't pressed into the book, so he's extra special than the others. He's not just rainbow-coloured. He's got glittery scales. Next page. Once, a little blue fish asked for one of his shining scales, but the rainbow fish just laughed. Never, he said. After that, the other fish swam away from him. The rainbow fish was all alone. He went to the starfish for help. Why doesn't anybody like me, he asked. Go ask the octopus, said the starfish. She's very wise. The octopus said, give away your shining scales. You won't be as beautiful, but you will have friends. I can't do that, cried the rainbow fish. Suddenly, the little blue fish was back. Please, he said, could I have just one scale? Well, the rainbow fish thought, maybe just one tiny little scale. The little blue fish was so pleased, it made the rainbow fish feel happy. (laughs) Soon all the fish came, and the rainbow fish gave away his scales one by one. Finally, he had only one shining scale left. But now, as he swam off to play with his friends, he was the happiest fish in the sea. The end. Okay, so what did you think of this book? You've had this book. I just, did you like this book, or did you have no, issues? No, I didn't like it, and I, I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, I, I just remember thinking it was kind of 
I didn't like the trajectory and I'm like is the does this end up with the fish just being bald how does it affect the fish's <laughs> health how does, is this teaching the fish to be a pushover uh, you know what I mean <laughs> I just and I was like why the fuck does it have an award it won, won like the call to caught award or something I don't know like yeah. we got about three copies of it so oh my god um, okay I, I bought like this myself so what are, what are your thoughts Okay, so yes, you see, you've raised some new things that are different to, to my issue. So, first page, Rainbow Fish is the most beautiful fish in the sea, but he never played with the other fish. I'm too beautiful, he thought. He is snubbing the other fish here, right? <laughs> Next page. Next page, the little blue fish asks for one of his shining scales, but the fish laughs and says, never! And the other fish swim away from him, and he's all alone. The well, fish ran he wanted to be alone. He, 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 he dissed them in the previous page. Okay, this page. He went to the starfish for help. Why doesn't anyone like me, he asked. Go ask the octopus, said the starfish. She is very wise. Okay, this is worthless. All the starfish has to offer is, I don't know, ask somebody else. And this is a page. This is a fucking page. This is a fucking waste of time. Nothing happens here. This is garbage. No, they were telling you that the octopus is wise, maybe. Yes, and they're well, like setting it up so that you would have to pay attention to what the octopus said. Okay, but it just still seems still. like there's no empathy from the starfish. The starfish goes <laughs> like, hmm, I don't know. I'm uh, stupid. It's an interesting question. I Maybe don't have you anything ask... worthy. I wish I had a rainbow scale. Yeah, <laughs> just something. Just it's just just it's just passing. It's like hot potato. I don't know. Ask the octopus. But I think that the page is shit. Anyway. Then the octopus said, give away your shining scales. You won't be as beautiful, but you will have friends. I can't do that, cried the rainbow fish. So the octopus just says it, like there's no real conversation. I understand this has got to be brief because it's for babies. Um, and the rainbow fish just blows off this information. Um, and also like just giving your stuff away to like make people like you. That's basically what the octopus has said. Um, then suddenly the bluefish comes back, asks for the scale again, and then the rainbow fish thinks like, well, maybe just one. And and also, fish can just remove their scales now. What is that? Like you were saying, what is this? What is that? If they try real hard and squeeze their eyes shut, shut then the one just pops off. Is how yeah. I always pictured the rainbow fish doing it. It's ridiculous. So anyway, so he gives it to the blue fish and the fish, the little blue fish is happy and he gets that feeling of the nice feeling you should get from sharing. Okay, that's fine. But um, then I think there needs the to be a book that talks about how much sharing sucks. Yeah, yeah. I think I want to talk about sharing because I think it's, yeah, I think it's getting a bit convoluted in this day and age. But yeah, we'll finish this and talk more about sharing. Um, <laughs> Soon Don't all the judge. fish came and the rainbow fish gave away his scales one by one. Finally, he had only one scale left, but now as he swam off to play with his friends, he was the happiest fish in the sea. Well, guess what? He just bought a bunch of friends. He just had a bag full of coins and he just bought everyone a candy bar and mm -hmm. and now everyone likes him. Like, he didn't mm -hmm. stop being a dick, really, you know? I don't, I don't feel... I don't know. That fish never I, stopped being a dick once. No, yeah. He's trying to he buy just, their... Maybe started to enjoy the feeling of sharing, but I really feel like he bought everyone off. It wasn't like a, pers a full personality change. I don't know. I yeah. don't like it. So, and yeah. I feel bad because I just bought it. Like I sort of glanced. I'm like, oh, this is about sharing, and it's got glittery things that Quincy might like, you know. And uh, and we read it. Greg and I are always complaining about it. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. But the thing with sharing, like, um, I read something. Oh, yeah. My friend Marilyn was saying that, like, sharing is, like, everywhere you go and this kid's trying to do something, it's like, you have to share. You have to share. But, like, there's no teaching of take your turn. It's like, she's using it now. When she's done, you can use it. Like, that's also sharing, you know, that you take Uh your turn. You don't have to include everyone in what you're doing all the time, you know. And I don't think that works for a lot of personality types, you know, when you're focused on working on something, whatever it may be, to just have to abandon it because some grubby kid came up and wanted to do it too you know so I'm definitely more mindful now of finding that balance of sharing without just giving in to another kid's whim that they just showed up now and they get to have it you know yeah so yeah what are your thoughts on sharing um it's I I just I remember it being really hard because like the kids don't have a concept of you know at their different ages they they just don't have that kind of delayed gratification skill set or knowing that i will be able to get this back and they aren't able to be they like my big thing i remember was like think about how 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 it hurts your feelings when your friends don't share you know because i wanted it to all be empathy based but they didn't really have have a frame of concept for that (laughs) right the age two or whatever you know and it kept going up and my coworker who has a four-year-old was telling me that she was like almost in tears today telling me about how her four-year-old will not share and it's like a problem in the play group and she's like i don't know what to do and I'm trying to teach you know so I'm like yeah it, it sucks at, at certain points and and the way other parents like can make you feel like a piece of shit somehow like if your kid yeah, like, yeah. right or, or or if you're like well my kid had it first so they can have a turn later you know like you yeah. know a lot of parents don't think that's cool and so I remember yeah. I remember doing that but um I think it's it's hard depending on the age yeah, um, yeah. Judah was always big, and I think that I felt like people expected him to act older than he was because he looked way older than he was. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't he sharing? Why isn't he <laughs> talking? <laughs> He's huge. So um, I don't know. It's it, you just you're going to worry about your kid, or at least I did. Like you're just worrying about them constantly. Like what if they never learn to share? Yeah, yeah. But, I worry yeah. about that too. With Quincy being a being an only child, if he'll have you know have less of a chance to practice that you know but you know what even when you have the sibling i don't it makes you know that you have to share it forces Mm -hmm. it but i don't think it makes your innate ability to want to share any really improved it just forces the situation It's like I you have to share. It's like oh, I don't want to, but yeah, you have it to. It just makes it. it yeah, it's, it doesn't create, you know, the altruistic sharing. And that's also though like a, a skill set to be like, you know what? You're welcome to Earth, you motherfucker. You have to do things you don't want to do. You know. Yes. <laughs> so there's that too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Being a person is hard. It is. But yeah, some of these books, these award-winning books, I'm like. <laughs> You expect, oh, everybody likes this. This has got to be great, you know. Um, like one of these potty books we've got. Everyone's complaining Ooh, about it. They, they, they spend all this time like, oh, what's this? Is it a flower pot? Is it a fish bowl? Oh, it's my very own potty to poo and peep in. Yeah, it's like just, okay, We, my kid, if you get into potty training, your kid should be able to be fucking told that's a potty and, and understand that like in a minute, you know. You don't have to go through all this shit that it's not and then encourage the kid to put the fucking thing on his head. I just skip over those pages. So dumb. Oh, man. Um, 
Now, we haven't had one of these in a while. Uh, we've got a Facebook watchdog. Arf, oh. arf, arf. <laughs> that was fun. I like to catch myself looking upward. <laughs> Tilting my head back. Okay, so yeah, you found that piece the other day. It was very long and very terrifying. It was long and it was terrifying. It, yeah. It was, what was it about? <laughs> I don't remember all the details. I just remember that was bad. It's funny, I, I was like, I hope she rem- she's, she's well-versed in this article because I'm not. I was. I read the whole thing. And I was really scared. It, yeah. it said that that Facebook changed the rules. You know the terms and conditions. And oh yeah. Just I think it was January thirty first, where yes. everything is their property. But we knew that anyway. But they they're like they're going to sell out your likes to all these people, which I kind of assumed they were doing anyway. Yeah. But, um. It, it's just it, seriously. It's the level it's like a metaphysical level where like i sent you the warby parker link and then which is on gmail and it came up on facebook in my ad like i'm like what are they doing this is this is like the circle like that novel (laughs) the circle level this is like a john grisham novel what is happening yeah so um i'm just uh, yeah they're talking about government spy devices (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just recording all the conversations. I mean, of course, it's going to be easier than ever. But do yeah. we have an alternative? It's a nightmare. It's yeah. a fucking nightmare. But do we even don't have an alternative? Enough the with details technology? to talk about them anymore. They, the details were so, so traumatic that we pressed them out. We repressed them from our brain. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> if you would like to read these horrifying, terrifying details, which we can't even repeat on this podcast. Um, <laughs> The details Please visit shall not be named. <laughs> SaintSal.com S-A-I-N-T-S-A-L SaintSal.com slash Facebook slash And there, that'll bring you up to speed with us. Um, <laughs> oh, thus concludes a very flat <laughs> Facebook watchdog. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> Did you say very flaccid? No, I said flat. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, I wish I'd said flaccid. <sighs> so, um, so a few days ago, I was at the local 7-Eleven to get more of my Australian energy drink, V. And um, I'm in there with the stroller, and I see this guy that looks familiar, and I realize he's the guy that works at the T-Mobile store near my work. So we're very far from you know where I normally see him but I talk to him usually and he helps me and you know he's one of the manager type people there you know well you know like those half managers you know that's they're young half but they've got manager. a bit you know they've got power to like train and stuff but they not the the manager so anyway but he knows stuff and we always talk and he's like oh nice to see you and when I go in there um anyway so I see him I was like oh hey you work at the T-Mobile store right and he's like oh yeah hi I was like oh I was like do you live around here and he's like ah I used to I was like okay well nice to see you like you know I'm not gonna get into a friendship with him and then he he walks out (laughs) He holds the door for me because he thought I was leaving, but I just come in. And um, anyway, and so then I go get my V. I'm in line. And then he's back with this guy, this big thug guy. And the guy is like terrorizing the cashier. He's like, 
you owe me two cents. You kept my two cents. And she's like, well, you left. And he's like, that's my two cents. Give me my two cents. Jeez. And then he's like, then there's like a box, you know, where people just put their loose change to donate yeah. to some charity that probably never gets it. Anyway, yeah. and he like, he's turning it upside down and shaking it down. And like the T-Mobile guy's just kind of standing behind him, like his back up and not oh saying God. anything. But, but it was just like really petty thug behavior. And I was just so horrified because I was like this guy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, oh, I think he's just a thug. So... That was disappointing and a little alarming. Like I was like, these guys, like they felt like they had the potential to like get out of hand because they were just being so unreasonable and stupid, you know? Yeah, so, two cents. Yeah. So my guy didn't say anything, but he was with a guy that was so unreasonable and stupid that, yeah, he could only be of the same cloth. Yeah, and he's already a half manager at T-Mobile even. That's right. Yeah. So disturbing. I hope they're listening now. Yeah. Well, you can probably look up my address, so I hope not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all there, my account and my social and everything. Um, <laughs> Seriously. Um, so this is totally lame, but um, uh, Dave Navarro has a sex toy line <gasps> called the Dave Navarro line. And it's no. so Dumb. It's a guitar strap no. that turns into like a bondage item. So like you clip it and buckle uh-uh. it in a certain way, and so it like goes around the ankles, and then the uh, wrists then strap to the ankles. Yeah, mm. it's just Dave Navarro is such a loser. Like my <laughs> God, is there anybody who doesn't think this guy is a fucking loser? Um, oh. couple. <laughs> couple yeah a couple people <laughs> someone who's gonna spend 179 dollars on the dave navarro strap so but it's just so like oh is that what is, it's called the dave navarro strap yeah yeah <laughs> i was just gonna complain about his stupid tattoos but then i just saw on his chest he has surrender dorothy from the wizard of oz you know when the witch oh. uh, uh, yeah. sky writes it with her broom i was like wow that's awesome that's god awesome. damn it i just called dave navarro when I was trying to prove a point about how lame he is. Um, on the best show, like the last episode, they're like, they're making fun of people with tattoos. They're like, I just hear things and I want them on me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the best show with Greg on it? I heard some of it. I haven't heard um, it at all yet, but I really it was like really, it. you know how it's, it's like a three hour long show. So I didn't, I didn't get to the whole thing, but yeah, with, yeah. with my training and all, but I just love that Greg. Okay, so um, we've both had uh, to visit our doctors in the last week for issues in the region. Um, (laughs) What uh, would you like to share about your experience? Yeah, um, I had it in the wedding night area region, (laughs) as David calls it. (laughs) Um, So... I guess, is every two years you have to get a pap smear? I think so, so. My two years were up, and I went, and I usually have that hot doctor, right? Yeah. Who's younger than me, of course, because uh, everybody's younger than me now. <laughs> um, so I was like, I can't have this guy anymore. This is, is too nerve-wracking. So I got, I switched doctors, got this woman, also younger than me, but she was she was super great. So um, she's like, okay, lean back, feet in stirrups. All that stuff. Scoot down. They always tell you. They always tell me to scoot down. It's like I'm like, 
I'm cowering up at the top of the table. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. So um, anyway, so in the middle of the thing, she was saying, I really appreciate what you did about Mars Hill. I really like how you took down Mark Driscoll. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. And, and so she had like half her hand up in me and they're doing that you know how they put their other hand on the abdomen while their other hands inside you like feeling yeah yeah your stuff and um she goes she goes it really seems like you have a lot of advocacy in you (laughs) (laughs) right at that moment and i'm like yeah um would you mind taking some of it out (laughs) (laughs) but i was like I was too shocked. Like I was like, I don't think she was being funny with that. I think she's just doing her job, you know. But I'm the one yeah. who's like, oh. just said that at the wrong moment. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just my, she's like finger deep in advocacy. She was like, <laughs> she was wrist deep in it. What? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, oh man. How is your well, wedding area doing? Uh, it's fine. I had a urine retract infection. I had yeah. to get up and pee around 20 times on Monday night. It was so bad. But um, we conquered our challenges. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was a Wizzo thing um, from the interview uh, so bonus just features. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that I'm recovering well from that, drinking lots of water and, and such and such. But anyway, but I went to the doctor just to piss in a cup just to make sure it was my kidneys. And while I was there, um, I saw a, p- a pair of teenagers together and they were just being kind of clingy to each other and seemed a little a little somber but sweet, you know, being supportive or whatever. I didn't think too much of it. And then they got called and went in and came out again before I was called. And they came out just beaming. And I was like, oh, I bet she's not pregnant. Like, oh, why else would wow. a teenage couple go to the doctor's office together and then come out totally happy when they looked a little somber before? So I think that's what they were in for. And I really enjoyed speculating about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to speculate about that, too, because do people go to the doctor anymore to hear that they're pregnant? Or do you, can you just get a test at the 99 cents yeah <laughs> that's what it te- i would think that's what any teenager would do or maybe her tests were inconclusive so because um, my first test oh, was maybe inconclusive it was like herpes or something oh i don't know though yeah should ask the doctor well, anyway that was fascinating <laughs> stuff well anyway well on that note i didn't mean to shit on your point i'm sorry <laughs> i hope i didn't yeah you ruined it it was fine ah, they weren't pregnant oh god i'm sorry <laughs> Now it's just not herpes. Oh well, it's two weeks in a row now, Stephanie. You shit on my what did on you my, my my wonderful bush story. <laughs> you shit on with Sophie's choice. I kind of did, didn't I? Yeah. So on that note, not herpes. Oh well, you know, I listener, I do my best to elevate this podcast, but you know, we we have to work with what we're given. Um, <laughs> Okay, so um, just want to thank our listeners who are subscribing. We have some subscribing listeners that pay $3 a month, as uh, as we mentioned earlier, which is so sweet, and others who have just made one-off donations. But thank you, guys. It's so helpful and uh, helps uh, pay for our bills to keep the show going. And um, we really appreciate it. It makes us feel so loved and makes us feel like we should try harder to get a new episode out, even when we have urine retract infections and really can't be bothered. Um, (laughs) We're full of advocacy, so that's why we do it. (laughs) 
so thank you for that. You can uh, you can uh, do that uh, by visiting dongtini.com, um, uh, hit on the collection plate, or if you just want to buy things on Amazon, you can click on our link from our page and then go buy, and then we'll get a kickback. So there's that. And if you've got anything to tell us, uh, please call the Dong line three two three three zero one Dong. Dong is a wiener. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and that'll do it. So until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye. But light sitting around in the sun. The water's high and the time hides you there. Take the hurricane